0: Hey friends, thanks for joining Business Connections with Anita. We appreciate you being here. We broadcast every Wednesday at 10 a.m. on America Matters, 1180 a.m. You can listen to the live stream on americamatters.us or join our Facebook parties, our watch parties, under the on my business page, Business Connections with Anita. We're also on Instagram and Twitter, AF Designs. Uh, You can check out our website, afdesigns.online, and also you can find links to all the guests there, and if you would like to help this podcast or broadcast in any way, you can donate some airtime on afdesigns.online. We appreciate everybody for listening each and every week, and we look forward to talking to you some more, and you have a great blessed day. Thank you for joining us. Welcome all of you out there in listening world this morning, and uh, we're having a great morning, I guess. Uh, the universe is out of sync with all of us this morning, I think. It but, has uh, been a
1: little hectic this morning. But.
0: <laughs> hey, that's what makes it fun, right? right? If we had every day the same, then in being humdrum. Exactly. So, um If this is your first time tuning in, this is Business Connections with Anita, and we air every Wednesday at 10 a.m., and we've been on the air for a couple years now, going into our second year, got a few episodes under our second season, and uh, we really appreciate our listeners and our watchers out there for taking good care of us and looking out for us. Uh, You can leave us a comment. On Facebook, and uh, I'll try and get to your questions and comments. We have uh, Heather in the, in the studio today, and she's with Dublin's Dream Dog Rescue. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: Uh, I know you just came from another show. Actually, no. I, I got rebooked so I wouldn't oh. be rushing. I didn't want to rush in here. Oh. Yes. Well, I'm, I feel special. Yes. I got first. You do. I started the <laughs> day with go. you. I started right. <laughs> I like being the
0: first one. Everybody has to follow this show then. There you go. <laughs> I'm playing. Um, but, you know, I've heard Connie Ray's show and stuff on uh, Fun 101. And, um, you know, I like to listen to other people. Yeah. Because it gives me ideas for mine. Good. Yeah. yeah. You always take criticism, you know. Lightly. Um, Constructive criticism. Yeah, that. I mean, I'm kind of out of sync with my mind this morning, folks, so this should be a good show. We'll make it work. We always do. I'm the entertainment, and uh, my folks know that, so uh, we bring good information out. Um, I guess the strike's coming to an end. They've kind of reached an agreement, but it's not really 100% what they wanted. Okay. Um, Is it more
1: of a compromise, or is it just...
0: Yeah. Well, they still haven't... Okay, the temps coming on quicker and getting up to that pay scale that the other workers are at. So um, the ones that have already been there are going to benefit a little bit more in this contract than the ones that um, are just coming in as temps. So um, I want to thank Dale Neal out there. He's a classmate of mine in Tennessee for bringing the topic to my attention Um, because I'm so blessed to have met all those folks out instead. I am going to go. They're still picketing. Yeah. Um, until the, you know, finals. but
1: uh, hey, We're still going to be a donation drop-off point for anybody who wants to drop off food, baby supplies, anything yes. along those lines. Yeah, because
0: they're not going to have out. a paycheck for a while. And they've been off for about five weeks, four weeks, something like that. It's right around that mark. Mm-hmm. So um, people are still needing some help out there. So if you want to do that, we'd love it. And I have a Sam's Club card now so I can buy in bulk and uh, get people the things they need. I also want to mention um, i've been asked reached out by lawyer bill bell jr uh... he reached out to me on facebook about a horrific event that happened in his life when he was eleven years old and uh... his father was actually murdered in las vegas so there's a whole complex story with that so we're going to be carrying his story i promised him that we would get it out Um, He's asked me to be the co-author of his book, so we're moving forward with that. The cover's done and ready, and uh, ready for whatever. (laughs) Whatever, the pages aren't written, but the cover's ready. (laughs) Except the back cover. It's a good start. Yeah. It is a good start because it lays it all out for you. Exactly. Then it's like, okay, now we're moving forward on it. He'll be joining us on November 6th, starting uh, in November, and he's going to start sharing his story. Hopefully, we can get him Skyped in or called in or however he's going to do that. Yep, we can Um, do it either way. Yep. And so, we're looking forward to that book coming out. Hopefully, the goal is, in my mind, is spring of 2020. And uh, we'll have you know some things going on for that, some marketing and things. Next week, we're going to be joined by Trish Brown, who's a long-term friend of mine from Black Pine Animal Sanctuary, and she's in uh, Albion, Indiana, and she's the executive director for that facility, and she's had lots of uh, um, politicians and different people in that area come in to visit her facility, and uh, she's got great great things there so I'm looking forward to having her on and then we have Jake Jimrick who's still in need of a kidney 20% function he only has in his kidney and he needs to receive that if you want to like more information or want to fill out a questionnaire to see if you're a donor he's O positive so uh, you can email Anita at americamatters.us or contact me through my website afdesigns.online
1: and the sooner the better
0: and the sooner the better because you know here we are and i ran the time down again christian that's okay
1: it's your show
0: (laughs) i know i like it uh but we have a lot of things um not only does heather run a dog rescue but she's also nine one one dispatcher correct Mm -hmm. yeah so uh we're looking forward to hearing more about that and um i got do's and don'ts and things on here to ask you and uh, i'm looking forward to that information because uh I respect you for that job. Thank you. You're welcome. We thank you for being such a aid in our community. Heather, uh, Heather and I met actually, I think through Messenger originally, mm-hmm. and then she introduced me to Christian, and then now Christian's our engineer. Yeah. And uh, doing well. And we're getting ready to take a break here soon. Um, Lots of things going on. I got uh, some supplies I needed to start putting that merchandise on. uh, Sweatshirts and different things. I'm picking up a a Cricut out instead today. Um, Looking forward to that. And been blessed with that. And who knows where that's going to take me. I've already kind of played around with some things I had at home. So I'm looking forward to... Uh, putting that out there and having things going on i can do team shirts or um, memory decals or any of those things. just expanding your business that's right and uh, we look forward to you folks staying with us and we're going to take a short break and we'll see you on the flip side after these messages thanks folks
3: Join the Funtime Theater this fall as we make the history of the Comstock come alive with Voices from the Past. A walking tour of the Silver Terrace Cemetery in Virginia City. Each year, 12 actors portray past residents of the Comstock sharing their life and death in the Old West. Shows are Saturday and Sundays, September 28th through October 13th at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. daily. Visit FuntimeTheater.com to make your reservations and use promo code RADIO for $5 off each adult admission. That's FuntimeTheater.com. Promo code RADIO.
4: Virginia City is the source of all the richness in the West. While today it brings us a summer of fun with camel races, cook-offs, street vibrations, outhouse races, parades, and many more events, it's never dull on the Comstock. A taste of all this richness can be found at Virginia City Kettle Corn Depot. Our kettle corn is made fresh every day with no additives, just coconut oil, sea salt, and some pure cane sugar. We also offer fresh caramel corn and white cheddar, to which we can add jalapeno. This summer, we are adding freshly made cotton candy and for hot summer days, Hawaiian Shave Ice, which on special occasions will offer some adult flavors like margarita, daiquiri, and pina colada. You can find Kettle Gord Depot at the south end of C Street across from the Sheriff's Office. Our longstanding customers have faithfully been returning to Kettle Gord Depot since
5: 2012. Come get your groove on in Virginia City. 911.
6: What is your emergency? My kid shot himself. All right. Where's the wounds? 911.
2: What's your emergency? Please, Please help right? my son shot his brother. 911. What is your emergency? I, okay. 911. Uh, Please state your
6: emergency. Every day, eight kids and teens are unintentionally killed or injured by loaded and unlocked guns.
4: It wasn't locked! It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked. It wasn't locked.
6: Learn how to make your home safer at endfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and End Family Fire.
4: This is America
1: Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ, a Lotus broadcast station,
4: the the power of radio since 1967. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775 237 2266. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections with
1: Anita on another beautiful Wednesday morning. Next week, it's going to start getting really chilly. Not uh,
0: looking forward to
1: it. Enjoy it while you can. I um... am. Typically, we talk about uh, my dog rescue, Rough Riders, which uh, you guys can check out at uh, (laughs) (laughs) roughriders.org. But this week, we want to talk about uh, our friend Heather Alvey's dog rescue, Mm -hmm. Dublin's dream dog rescue. Uh, Heather, thank you for joining us. Thank you. So looking through, um, how did... Dublin's dream come to be.
2: So I have been involved in other rescues and working with shelters for a few years now. I actually at one point was fostering two full litters of nine puppies each at the same time. Wow! Uh, for the SPCA, I actually had 21 dogs in my house. I almost lost my mind that time. That was. I bet. <laughs> but I, I, I really enjoyed fostering, and then I realized that I could do a lot more if I started my own rescue. And so I named it after my dog Dublin, and uh, he was my second adoption. I he was a terror. He did everything you do to get a, your, yourself returned. <laughs> but I never, ever thought about giving him up. And I had him for 10 years. And when he passed, it was one of the hard... I had lost three dogs within 18 months. Mm. But I took him the hardest because I worked so hard with him. And he and I had an understanding. Right. So I wanted to start a rescue and help those dogs who... Um, people need to understand that there are, shouldn't be deal breakers. There really aren't that many genuine deal breakers. And things can be worked through. If you want to keep your dog, then yep. let's help you keep your dog. I just spoke with someone yesterday who... They're kind of in a position where they don't think they can keep the dog and we actually talked about options because I'd rather not rehome the dog, I'd rather they keep the dog and we work through the options. Yeah. So. Definitely. If, especially if they're happy with the dog. They love him. He just doesn't have manners. And it's like, well we get manners. That can, that can that's a trained yeah. thing. We could do that. And Brittany can probably help with that. Brittany's mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. 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 Exactly.
1: Yeah. And speaking real quick of SPCA, when you were volunteering there, you did something that was pretty unique to help. Uh, get some dogs adopted if you want to share that story.
2: Yeah I actually stayed at the shelter in a kennel with a dog named Abby. She was a little brindle pocket pit. She'd been there a year and she just wasn't getting adopted. She's great with everybody but dogs. <laughs> Probably not cats but I, I assumed not cats. But I stayed with her five days and four nights in the shelter. Stayed at the shelter the whole time and it was I mean I was one of the best things I've done in a long time. <laughs> People asked me how could you do that? I thought Hang out with dogs for five days? That was easy. How could you not? Yeah, how right? could you not? I loved it. We had a little. I had a bed set up. I had a cooler and a table. They gave me an extension cord. I had my phone. I mean, I had distraction. They don't have distraction in that kennel, but we, you know, we every morning I'd get up and get ready because they had a full bathroom, and she'd go everywhere with me, and we pretty much stayed in the facility and would sleep next to each other at night, and oh, I loved her. She got adopted about two weeks later. Awesome. I loved it. I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah.
1: and dogs that get along with other dogs are easy easier to adopt out dogs Mm -hmm. that don't get along with other dogs are very tough and so you know anything that can be done to try and you know bring some attention to them and find that right adopter uh is always worth it is huge
2: Mm -hmm. so yeah and there's people out there who only want one dog right i actually currently have a foster that can only be (laughs) has to be an only dog so i just have to find that right home for her
0: right and there is a home out there i believe it
1: yeah, yeah,
2: you know. Mm. There's, Sometimes it just takes a while.
1: Yeah, you know, when I was in the automotive industry, we used to say there's an ass for every seat. Yep. You know, so <laughs> it's just finding that that exactly. right fit. Exactly. That right fit.
0: <laughs> I love that. Uh, you know, over well, you helped me, and you don't even probably know it, but uh, I saw a story that you did. I think it was back in the winter, spring, somewhere in there, that you helped a dog that was homeless. With its parents. Tucker. They were homeless. Tucker. And
2: you took him to a veterinary there on uh, Wells and... It was actually an emergency. I took him there as an emergency. He actually had Parvo and they had not... I had been working with them on getting him in for vaccines and getting him fixed. And uh, before I could do that, he got Parvo. And I ended up rushing him to the vet and... Parvo. Parvo's spent hard. a lot of money and tried. I'm still paying the bill off, but I'm glad I tried, but we, he didn't make it. I was devastated because I was ready to take him in and get him better and find him a home and it was, it that's was one so of the hard. darker parts i've had in foster and rescue was losing him yeah so well you know i lost my little yorkie you know yeah and
0: that's the point of uh me seeing your post yeah at two in the morning i knew where to take my dog mm-hmm. because of you oh good and so uh they helped us through the process we made it real uh we didn't linger because she was she was uh, in a lot of pain, and she was done. Yeah. I could tell. My dog, you know. Yeah, I know. you know. And uh, I told her she was the best dog ever. Gave her a kiss on the cheek and handed her over, and uh, and we walked out. I didn't linger in that room for very long. I mean, I knew when I went in there, I wasn't coming home with her. You right. know. Yeah. So uh, we just didn't uh, put her through that. But this little one I got now is something else. Because I've taken her shopping, okay? And, uh, she'll sit in the cart yeah. while I'm pushing it. She is the cutest thing, I'm telling you, Christian. I know she, you've she seen owes, the other side, but, <laughs> um, she is really cute and good in the store for the most part. And, uh, I, every time I walk down the dog aisle or something, cause I'm always looking for a cute sweater. <laughs> and since her name's Princess, there's right. lots of things with Princess on it, so yeah. I gotta, you know, find the right thing. But, uh, she picks toys out. I've seen dogs do that. She'll pick a toy out. I gave her this little rat that squeaked. She mm-hmm. likes squeaky toys. And then I gave her this other toy, and she tossed the mouse out yeah, no, and kept the squirrel. <laughs> and I picked up the mouse. I she, put it back up. and She, she knows she was what like, she likes. She, yeah, she's a princess. Yeah, <laughs> she's <is> a princess. <laughs> she squeaked that thing through the whole store. It was like giving a toddler a toy. <laughs> and it entertained her <laughs> through the whole thing. She's so happy. She's something else. That Aww. dog she's really been a blessing, and we look forward to going home to her every day. Good I know, uh, you, That's know and I yeah, you know thank I rescued her you know found her and drove five hours to pick her up and uh you know, I've been involved in dog rescues for quite some time now, and I really believe in it and uh I'm looking forward to the, the other events. I couldn't make it to the event you had at the McKinley. McKinley. We're going to do it every year. I wanted the dog to come with me, but I was terrified. <laughs> well, and now you know
1: that she does at least well once she's familiar with the dog. You know, right, We had right. uh, her out with Tahoe at the uh, deer and doggy days. Oh, nice. She barked on the first go around, and then she got comfortable with it. I kept Tahoe. putting
0: her in the car. When she'd get out of control and yeah. put her in the car and then she'd sit in there and then I'd go get her and we'd go for a walk. And, yeah. you know, after a while she finally warmed up. But she did warm up to a golden retriever out on the picket line because I usually take her with me out there to see yeah. those guys. They love her. And uh, she went right up to the dog and then that dog actually wanted to crawl in its owner's lap. So <laughs> I was like, wow, she's not even barking or acting like a fool right now. She's got this. <laughs> she's got this. She will close hang herself. I've seen
1: it. So real quick, going back to Tucker, I mean, yeah. um, you know, unfortunately it was too late for Tucker. And, right. and uh, you know, his owners could have handed him over or brought him in a little bit earlier. But, uh, right. you know, unfortunately we see that with the homeless population that have dogs, that, you know, they don't have the resources to get vaccinations and, mm-hmm. you know, in the area, unless there is, you know, some phenomenal program going on, vaccinations can be expensive as yep. well. Yeah. So. And how do
2: they get to them? A lot of them don't have transportation. They just don't. It's not that easy to do. So we want to try to make it easier. That's mm. one of my goals down the road.
0: Well, there's a lot of things going on in the home in the homeless community right now. They're being shoved out and uh I just saw a camp. <laughs> I was pointed out to me and I didn't even know it was there, you know. And uh I just pray for those folks as the cold weather starts coming in, you know. I have a friend around here. I hope I run into her soon. Um that's homeless because I'd just like to know if she's okay. Yeah. Cuz you don't always see them. Every no. day.
1: Well, so. last time I dropped off food, um, you know, there were far less, you know, especially, uh, you know, the homeless with um, pets that were there. You know, typically there's quite a few and, you know, it, it seems to be declining whether it's, you know, they're just moving on or right. they're being pushed out. I you know I don't know for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a sad situation and we need to, you know, as a community come together and start pushing these uh, higher ups to do something about it, right? You know, because we don't want to, I mean, San Francisco right now, I've seen some things over there. They probably have a huge problem with uh, homeless animals and different things because they got those tent cities. Yep.
2: And, um, the dogs just, are where my heart is. Yeah. It, I do care very much about the homeless population in general. Yeah. But the, but dogs, the dogs are just, those, those are the ones I want to get out to and help. And it killed me that I couldn't save Tucker. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, speaking of dogs that mm. are no longer homeless, mm. butch and Buster got adopted. yes,
2: after over a year it 's amazing i 'm so excited for them. It, they ended up in the perfect home. We were starting to feel like that just where is their home where, where are their people well, they, it was,
1: yeah, it was tough because they're big dogs' they're huge. I mean but Christian picked can them be. up
2: we didn 't know how big they were until Christian picked them up mm-hmm. for transport. Mm-hmm. They were in Riverside and uh, in California, and their owner had died. And so Christian picked him up, and I remember when he pulled up in front of the house. He said, "These dogs are big." And then we got him out. and Went, "Oh my gosh, these dogs are—they're ninety-pound dogs each." Oh yeah. So a lot of people did meet and greets and said, "Oh, they're perfect. We love them. They're just too big." And so they just couldn't catch a break. And then they found their home two weeks ago, and he's in love, and we're just so grateful. And oh, the
1: awesome. fear was that they may have to have been separated, and, yes. and it was so nice that they didn't
2: have to be. It was down to the wire. He met them Friday by Saturday. If we had an event, they had an event for that rescue, and if they didn't go to, if they didn't go together, they were going to separate them. So no, what we about, just made it. What about Piglet? Um, Piglet's going to stay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that dog. Well, and it's <laughs> kind Yeah, Heather
1: and I have had this conversation <laughs> that, uh, you know, we, we both have dogs that have come to us, you know, through rescue. And really, unless you find that perfect home that's going to be better than your own situation, yep. that's probably the only time that they'd be adopted out. But. Yeah,
2: it would have to be perfection. I mean, yeah. granted, if someone came along right now and could give him just the world. Right. But I met him and I cried. I don't cry when I meet dogs usually. And yeah. I cried and I thought, why am I crying when I'm meeting this dog right now? Why is he having such a big effect on me right away?
1: Well, and his story is is a hard one, which mm-hmm. uh, we should touch on a little yeah, bit after we, we get should. back from the next break. But, yeah. uh, you know, there, there's a reason that, you know, he, you he love touches them all. your heart. You exactly. love them
2: all, but some of them just get
0: to you. Yeah. I know that, you know, when you look in their eyes and then
2: they give you that look, the puss in boots look. Well, he, now he too. looks at me like him as mom and that took about a year, but he, he looks at me like that now. So we've come to an agreement. <laughs>
0: well, that's good.
2: That's good. You'll be able to find more about Heather
0: on my website at afdesigns.online. We'll put a link on there to Dublin's dream and, uh, folks, we got a lot more information coming up, so be sure to stay with us. We'll be right back.
6: Destination Midtown, experience the difference. Reno's premier shopping extravaganza. Everything imaginable and more. Midtown Matters. Get down to Midtown. Ponderosa Meats, the anchor of Midtown since 1954. USDA choice, USDA prime cut. Ponderosa grass-fed beef. Call 775-322-4063. Ponderosa Meats, tradition, quality, and prime service. Midtown Reno, experience the difference. Get down to Midtown. Midtown Matters are you planning to move paragon
3: real estate resources can help you sell or buy a home anywhere in the united states we provide a home resources coordinator to manage all aspects of your move we recommend qualified real estate agents and other services to prepare your home for sale best of all if you sell or buy a home with our assistance you could be eligible to receive a tax free real estate commission cash rebate we can also help you obtain a mortgage at competitive interest rates Our lenders offer fixed and adjustable rates, conforming and non-conforming loans, plus FHA and VA financing. We can also assist first-time buyers with as little as 5% down. And when it comes time to move, we can refer you to qualified movers or other companies to assist with self-moves. Paragon Real Estate Resources helps make moving as easy as possible. Call Paragon Real Estate Resources now at 1-800-235-7513 to learn more or visit
6: paragonreri.com. Wynema Ranch Wild Horse Sanctuary, a preserve dedicated to keeping America's wild mustangs and burros running free. Wynema Ranch, 29 miles north of Reno near Hallelujah Junction, an amazing site to visit. Over 130 of God's majestic animals at home on the range. Experience the beauty and wonder. Give at WynemaRanch.com. That's W-Y-N-E-M-A Ranch.com. Or call 775-384-4444. Wynema Ranch.
7: Hey, Dr. Phil here. I help people solve difficult and trying personal problems every day on my TV show. But there's one problem that just got me stumped. Childhood hunger. Nearly 16 million children in America struggle with it. That's one in five kids who may not know where their next meal is coming from, despite the fact that there's more than enough healthy, nutritious food out there to feed them all. Now, I don't know about you, but that is unacceptable to me. Luckily, the Feeding America network of good people is out there collecting surplus food and giving hope to hungry children and their families at local food banks all across the country. But let's face it, they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank at feedingamerica.org.
3: Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're feeding
1: America. This is America
3: America Matters 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 Media
1: on AM 1180 KCKQ. KCKQ. A Lotus Broadcast Station. The
4: the power of radio since since 1967. 1967. Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now back to the show. Welcome back, radio friends. This is Business Connections
1: with Anita, 10 a.m. on Wednesday mornings. Now, if you do miss uh, part of the show or all of the show, uh, you can always catch a replay on Facebook Live, on YouTube, or you can download the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, radio.com, you name it, and we are there. Uh, we are here with Heather of Dublin Stream Dog Rescue, and before the break, we started talking a little bit about Piglet and. Uh Tell us a little more about his backstory and what makes him so special.
2: So I was contacted about Piglet last year, right around the same time as the Paradise Fire. Mm-hmm. And it was here in town, but a woman who contacted me, she was actually deaf, so we had to use a relay system, and she explained that she had a small pit bull who kept getting attacked in the home and was going to die if we didn't get him out of the home. So I came to meet him thinking I had a good foster for him. cried when I met him. Uh, he was pretty banged up. I uh, had scars all over his arms and... Uh, Met him and called my friend and said, I think you need to foster. And so uh, we set it all up. I went and dropped some stuff off. I remember in in Paradise, uh, Mm -hmm. supplies came back that night and picked him up. And my friend said, I can't take him, actually. My dog is showing me that they don't want other foster dogs in the home. So I said, okay, I guess I'm taking him home. And then he had an infection in his leg, so we took him into the vet. And when we walked in, they recognized him and said, no, we remember when they brought him in. We thought he was going to die. It was such a bad attack. And he kept getting attacked in the home. And Piglet is – I don't know if he's just so sweet or kind of dumb, but he <laughs> – Or he little got a little bit of both. Or both. <laughs> because the night I went to get him, he got attacked while I was there. Uh. And it's like they, the guy would pull him off, and then Piglet would run back like, okay, do you want to be my friend now? Like he's just not mean.
1: He just wants to play. He,
2: he wants to play, and with the wrong dog, he'll get his butt kicked. So um, he's so happy now because he, now he has buddies. Yeah. And I play dates with friends who have dogs that want to play. So he just loves when he gets to go play. He
0: is a little mischievous.
2: Oh, he is. Oh, he's definitely got a little, <laughs> yeah, there's a little, some extra, a little hitch in his get it up. He's definitely, he'll push your buttons, but yeah. he's so cute that it's okay. You're right. I understand.
0: They <laughs> give you the, like, princess, if you walk up to her, she just. Immediately submisses and she goes completely limp. Have you ever had a dog go oh, yeah. so limp that you 're afraid to pick him up because you 're afraid you 're going to hurt him it 's like an infant you know yeah. you 've got to support the neck and you 've got to do all these things, but it 's a big commitment to decide to take on even bringing
2: a new dog into your home. Mm-hmm. What are some things that people should think about? I think one of the biggest things, and I know Christian will agree with this is that I think sometimes when you take a new dog and especially from a shelter you need to give them time to decompress. The dog will not be perfect necessarily when you first bring them home and they're trying to figure it out. Everything's new for them. And so I think a lot of times you'll run into situations where someone brings a dog home the first two weeks don't go well and so they're done. Yeah. But it can take months. I mean, Piglet now is totally different from the way he was when I first got him. He was skittish. He wouldn't come to me. He didn't know what to think. He would not come when I called him. Now he comes every time I call him. Mm -hmm. But that was also me building trust and letting him know he was safe in the home. And so I think a lot of it is if they need training, go get them training. Don't just expect them to know what to do and give them time to realize that you are their home. Dublin was a good test for me because Dublin uh, ripped out fencing right after I got him, broke a window with his face, <laughs> peed on furniture <laughs> repeatedly. And my mom said, take this dog back. And I said, he doesn't know that I'm his home. And when he knows that I'm his home, he'll be better. And he was. But mm-hmm. he it took him about a year mm-hmm. to realize that I wasn't going to leave him and I meant it. And then... When well, I had this amazing just like humans life with that have abandonment issues. I'm sure dogs and then they're emotional creatures. I don't
0: and think we don't know al- credit for that, and we don't always know. Um, like with Prentice, I don't know. I know there were other dogs in the home and I know they were bigger dogs, but I don't know if they were,
2: you know, we don't know. And the thing is too, is that I do, I think that sometimes will get mad at dogs for doing things. Not really. Like, there's a reason something happened to them. And so I always say when people get frustrated with rescue dogs, you have to understand like people did this to them. Right. So now it's our job to undo what someone else did. It's not their fault. It's someone right. else's fault. So right. it's our job to come and make it right.
1: Yeah, and when we would put a dog into either foster or adoption, we would try to do it right before a... Um a weekend, or you know, when uh, people the, are home, the new home has yes. exactly a couple of days off because you know. For me, anytime I would bring a dog in, you know, I'd wrap the uh, the leash around my waist, mm-hmm. attach the dog to the leash, and anywhere I went, the dog went. Yep. And uh, it's a great way to let them not only learn the home but also learn the boundaries right. where they're allowed to go, where they're not allowed to go, and uh, create that bond uh, quicker.
2: Mm-hmm. They are are special creatures. You just have to give them a chance and give them a genuine chance, not a week or two. Understand that it could take months, but then you get that love back so much. I mean, I can't imagine not having ever had Dublin. He was like he taught me so much. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad I gave him the time to show me what he really was. Mm -hmm. And that's how picklet has been, too.
0: And my Yorkie, um, my full-blooded Yorkie, she was uh, trained by a breeder. So, you know, um, she was an awesome dog. And she was protective, and I had to watch out for her. You know, smaller dogs. This is something that maybe I'll point out: um, are prey. So if you have a hawk or an owl or any coyotes, we oh, were yeah. just talking about that. Um, you need to have a safeguard in your yard for those animals. I yes. think
2: you know, maybe a full-hooded cage. I admit I'm a <laughs> worrier, so I always I'm always err on the side of something will go wrong. So I always tend to. You know, if I see any, I'm like, oh, no, no, we got to fix that. Something bad could happen. Mm -hmm. Because my biggest fear is, I mean, my dogs got out one time. We don't know how the front door got open somehow. And I was on the other end of town. And I had a meltdown trying to get home, find out where they were.
0: Mine came up missing. I didn't realize she had gotten out. I had a toddler in my house. I'm not, I don't have kids. And I'm not a grandma. (laughs) So I'm not looking out for that, you know. And the dog ran out. And I didn't realize it until the next morning. Because I thought the toddler wore the dog out. And it was later in the evening yeah. when they left. And then I was like, I felt like a bad pet mom <laughs> yeah. because I didn't realize my dog was gone. Yeah. <laughs> my animal control called me because, goodness, you know, they I got, had the yeah. tag. You know, someone kept him overnight, kept her overnight. And then uh, I came home and ugh, that dog twice. One time she ended up on Ralston.
1: Well, and that brings up another point. You know, all dog owners, uh, microchips are so Huge. cheap now. Yeah. They're so cheap. Uh, there's no reason not to get it. No. Mm-hmm. You know, register them. And, and that way, if they do get out, you know. That was a if dull one. It's easier to find them. And then, you know, results in less dogs in the shelter system to Hen- begin with.
2: Yeah, Henry and Callie got out, and I was driving on McCarran, screaming my head off out the window for them. An animal control called and said, we have your dog. I was like, oh. But it's because they were microchipped. Right.
0: So yeah. it makes and a huge I had difference.
2: a tag on mine that
0: had the vet. On it that I used, and that's how they contacted mm-hmm. me. So it's important to have a tag on your dog, the too. Tag, <laughs> but the microchip
2: is a backup because if the, the tags can come, come off, off yeah. and so the microchip is the one thing that really will make sure they come back to you. Mm-hmm. So definitely. Well,
0: that's good information to know. <laughs> how many dogs do you think you've adopted out through Dublin Street since you
2: come? We actually, because we're 501c3 pending, so actually I, I sign tomorrow and we file this week. Congratulations. Thank you. long time coming. Long, yeah. Gosh, it's, Christian knows what a process it's been. Yes. Um, we We've, like, I have Alina. She's under animal, like, she's under my rescue. A lot of stuff we do under other rescues just because they can do the contract and everything like that, and because I can't put dogs in foster homes without having my 501c3 with it, and then getting insurance, I don't have the ability to do that. I have personally, through other rescues, until I started my own, I've fostered about 150 dogs in the last five years now. So Oh, that's it? Yeah, just 150. <laughs> I've been lazy. <laughs> I take naps. So, yeah, uh we've I've ad- I've I've fostered quite a few and then our hope is that once we're up and running and I can insure can do insurance for that, then we'll be uh, adopting out more dogs. At this point, Sorry. really not any because we're just, just, just waiting to kind of have everything no, in place you're
0: in the transition period. But the funny the thing is even
2: without that, I'm quite busy. Between, right? I mean, Chris, you could tell you between like we'll do transport or like we just saved three dogs from a home that they were. I don't know what was going to happen with them, but they were not in good shape. So Friday, we'll start taking them and getting them fixed. And two mm-hmm. of them already got adopted. So we just all the follow up on that and transport and mm-hmm. right. Yep.
1: Vet care is a, a big part of it and very time consuming as well. Yes,
0: mm-hmm. I yes. bet. Especially if you have more than one dog, and you had three. You said three. Uh, yeah, three of my own, yeah, and then two fosters. Wow, <laughs> that's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot to take care of. Um, do you have any events coming up over the holiday season are you going to be doing anything going to kind of take the winter kind of take the winter off
2: if there are any events we could do we'll do the Picklets pop-up shop there so we got very generous donations from Pet Edge and we have a bunch of sweaters and jackets, really cute stuff, sweaters and jackets and dog bowls and uh, cargo covers for the cars. So we did a little pop-up shop to raise money. And uh, so if we find anything during the winter that might be good, we'll go do the pop-up shop. And we're currently trying to raise money for a friend's dog named Lima. She's a little red pit. She's the sweetest thing you'll ever meet. She's super (laughs) sweet. She's so (laughs) sweet. And she needs surgery. And uh, the family has been in and out of the ER with their son who's been having asthma issues. They're they're not sure what's going on. But she's so stressed about that and financially strapped that we said, don't, don't worry about it. We'll get Lima's surgery covered. So we're not asking, actually, for straight donations, although if anybody wants to donate towards Lima, they can. But the other thing we're doing is if you if anybody wants to go on Dublin's Dream, we've actually posted uh, items from Piglet's Pop-Up Shop, and I'll deliver anywhere if anybody wants to buy stuff. And the money will all go towards Lima's surgery.
0: That's awesome, Heather.
1: Yeah. And that's through your Facebook page, right? Fa- yeah, through Dublin's
2: yeah. Dream, and I've posted most everything we have on there. So,
0: Gosh, Christian.
1: I know. Time just,
0: <laughs> time just
1: flies by.
0: I know. Now, are you needing volunteers for fosters? Uh, not necessarily dogs? for foster yet, but okay. I mean, in if someone's future. interested,
2: I can also start a list. Oh, well, you have friends that yeah. might need help. And we could help, use help with the transport too. Yeah. Like Friday, I'm doing two separate transports that are completely separate. So it'll probably be about an eight hour day. So anytime, anybody who's very con- like confident handling dogs too, because that's the thing is you have to know how to transfer them and that kind of stuff. That would be quite helpful transport that kind of stuff now and do you
0: train people like if somebody
2: was interested in oh yeah we'll show people how to handle it absolutely it's not difficult it's just if you don't know things can go wrong so mm. just about making sure you have all your <laughs> ducks in, in a place. row
0: and the blinders <laughs> on so yes. you can get them loaded and
2: focused, and not uh <laughs> not not like not paying attention you got to pay attention so
0: yeah always be aware of everything that's going on around yeah. um Folks, I can't believe we're all already almost down here to 30 seconds <laughs> before we go to the last segment. Yeah, when already. we do come
1: back, uh, I think let's talk a little bit about uh, the other thing that occupies yeah. most of your time, being a 911 dispatcher.
0: Okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right, folks, you can see more about us on AFdesigns.online. We've got lots going on, lots coming up. Be sure to stay with us because we got a lot more coming up from Heather. We're going to talk talk about her position as a 911 dispatcher. So stay with us and we'll be right back.
2: Hi, I'm Leslie Moon. And I'm Shonda Golden. Join us every Wednesday at 3 p.m. for American Women, where we'll talk about issues affecting all of us with select guests. Faith, family, politics, economics, fitness, music, culture, and anything else we want to talk about. Because after all, it's our show. So good.
7: Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo.
6: dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire spark a change not a wildfire visit smokeybear.com brought to you by the u.s forest service your state forester and the ad council only you can prevent wildfires if you, come and test us, if you love lie, them enough to turn off your music so And pretend like their music is your music.
7: Ah, this is mommy's jam.
6: Then surely you'll check NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're in the right car seat.
2: Let's play it again.
6: Check today at NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
1: This is America Matters Media on AM 1180 KCKQ.
4: A Lotus Broadcast
1: Station. The power of radio since 1967
4: unable to listen to the whole show a recording of today's program will be available later today visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link now back to the show
0: well folks this is the last segment of our show today it goes so quick Uh, you can join the conversation if you want to 844-790-8255 uh, saw Mario joined uh, Facebook, so we want to say hello to him out there and thanks for joining us. I uh, hope that tile job you're doing today is going well. Nine one one dispatcher, mm-hmm. that's probably got to be an interesting job. I was bored at my last job. I'm not bored now. <laughs> I bet not. <laughs> what led you to become a dispatcher?
2: I uh, well, I was bored at my last job, and i have been in it for a while, and they're, they're really. Um, I worked at a hospital, and I didn't want to be a nurse. Okay. And you shouldn't be a nurse if you don't want to be a nurse. Agreed. Uh, Because it's something you need to be passionate about. Um, And so I uh, had done a couple ride-alongs and really thought I wanted to be an officer Mm. and then wasn't really in the shape for it and realized it was the talking to people portion that I liked the most. And so um, kind of looked into it a little more and realized I thought I might like it and went for it and been doing it for a while now. So. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Do you think the hospital helped uh, build the fortitude you needed to uh, deal with some of the things that you deal with on a daily basis?
2: Yes. Uh, I think it taught me to be more assertive. I also, at one uh, for a few years, did Relay for Life with the American Cancer Society and ran the event. And I, that taught me a lot about, you know, like in, like in the moment when you have people who are upset about something or like that just immediate how to deal with things in a professional way but also in an assertive way. So assertiveness can be a big asset because mm-hmm. – your number one goal is to get the information that's needed. So,
0: There was a story here not too long ago. This isn't in the notes, Christian. Um, but there was a story about a dispatcher that kind of um, this lady was caught in water. Do you remember I that? I actually listened to the recording. How did you feel about
2: that? Awful.
0: I just, I don't understand. You know, even if it, I've gone, I got called in on yeah. a job on my last day because the girl needed help. Right. I didn't just say, screw you, it's my last day, I'm not coming in. I went in. Right. And we've, as a society, we've kind of lost some things there mm-hmm. about our integrity and showing up. And, you know, finish it. If you
2: started it, you got to go all the way to the end of it.
1: So I'm not familiar with the story, uh, oh. if you wouldn't mind. Uh, this was rough.
2: Yeah, she was caught in a vehicle and couldn't swim, and she basically drowned in the car. And the dispatcher was on the phone with her, and the dispatcher was not empathy she had no em- no compassion she was very i i listened to it and i found it 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 hurt my heart i was mm-hmm. because i've talked to people before in situations where you're the only one there you know you could be the last one they talk to right and they're frightened and this woman was genuine and she kept apologizing to the dispatcher and she was terrified <laughs> and it was just a lot of uh like she was very bothered that she had to deal with it like just yeah. get it together yeah. You're fine. You're not going to drown. And she did drown. And so it's sad to me that and the last thing she heard was someone frustrated with her.
0: And the reason that she did drown is because the fire trucks couldn't get to where she was located in the water. It took them a while to uh,
2: set up a rescue. And for I think her. find her because it was hard to locate her. And she didn't she see. She was it. being swept. Yeah, away. she was. And, she, and like the dispatcher lectured her about how did you get there in the first place? You had to have seen where you were. It flash flooded or something on her and it just came she up. She blamed her for it. It was just, it
0: was rough.
1: Could the dispatcher have asked? different questions to help pinpoint where she Most was located definitely.
2: absolutely and and if nothing even if she couldn't find her she could have just been she was belittling her, kinder to her. i mean th- wow. to be the last person someone hears before they die it's a big deal and you just you need to be cognizant of that how would you feel if that was your father and that was his last or your mother or your sister it's just you have to think about how would that feel if that was your last the last thing they heard was someone telling them well you did this to yourself
1: Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, next to air traffic controllers, I assume that dispatchers <laughs> need to be as level-headed and empathetic as possible for any sort of situation that's thrown at
2: them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You yeah. have to, yeah, when you, when you, when you hit that you're going to take that call, you have to go into a certain zone. Now, how many calls do you take on an average day? Oh, it just depends. We out? rotate positions. So, uh, oh, you can take a couple hundred sometimes mm-hmm. it's just back to back to back when mm-hmm. we have high stuff like a, a structure fire or a big accident or something like that it's back to back and you're just picking up saying you're going about this we got it we got help on the way mm-hmm. so it's a lot of but I kind of like the chaos yeah I prefer when it's busy I don't like it when it's slow yeah
0: I when my first time calling 911 when I was thinking about this um you feel like you're not doing anything you know what I mean? That it, it feels like, like the dispatcher is not doing anything because they're, what's your address? What's mm-hmm. this? What's that? But actually, you've already sent the people. Oh,
2: the questions are, we have to ask the questions because that's what the officers are waiting for is all the information. Mm-hmm. And what people don't see is they might hear me asking, but they don't see me typing right. ferociously and trying to cover all the things that someone needs, to, they need to know when they get in the field. So uh, sometimes we, you know, you will have people get frustrated. You're asking too many questions, but it's literally my job. To ask all the questions. Right. And I have to. The most important thing is address. If we get nothing else, if we can just find out where you are. I had to call the... uh, I went to a
0: wedding, and it was at a VFW building, and... uh, i've been in lots of situations (laughs) so i don't know first responder on a lot of things okay Mm -hmm. and so this man these kids come running up to me and they go help 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 my dad's injured so i go over there and the man's been stripped of his pants just has his underwear on but he's been stripped of his pants and beat up pretty bad blood coming out of his eyes and his ears and stuff and uh just tried to get him warm he kept wanting to get up because you know that adrenaline you know of him being attacked he basically was pulled out of his car out of the back seat and then this was a a a gang in a Mm -hmm. small town okay that just decided to come in and do stuff and the reason they took his whole pants is because they got his keys they got his wallet they got everything and i let the girl call the grandma you know on the phone and everything and uh Um, that ended out in a good thing, but the police were like, well, can you give me the address? I'm like, if you don't know where Boggs Edition is, and uh, because it's small, (laughs) and if the cops don't know where this location is, I don't know what to tell you. And I kind of got a little frustrated because I wasn't where there was an address. I was on a basketball court. Right. You know, and all I could do was direct them to the area of where I was at. If you don't know where the
2: basketball courts are,
0: (laughs) at Boggs Edition, I don't know what to tell you. As a dispatcher, though, it's
2: our job to, like, ask, 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 because we have to verify. So we could say, you could say that, But we have to say, okay, but where, because I've had people give me a general location, but a lot of times I do need to ask, where are you specifically? And also, no one who calls 911 is having a good day. Right. So you're frazzled. Right. You're not having a fun time. You're not just calling to say hi. Right. Or sometimes you are, and then you get lectured. Don't call 911 (laughs) to say hi.
1: What percentage of calls would you say don't necessarily need to call 911?
2: Oh, gosh. It depends on the day. There are days we get a lot. Sometimes it's just simply that people don't know the non-emergency number. And it is well, three, three four, two, one, two, one,
1: right, <laughs> yeah, and you know <laughs> if, if it because nine one one is for emergencies, yeah, like
2: having yes. emergencies, and there's other stuff that can be handled very simply on non emergency, so yeah, we just try to let me make sure people know the number a lot of times they just don't know the number, so mm-hmm. uh, it depends on the day you can have ten to maybe ten percent of the calls are not really emergencies, now, how do you deal with the stress of your job? What do you do to decompress my dogs? The dog rescue is where I find my peace. Awesome. Yeah. Because they're just unconditional.
0: Right? Yeah. So I'm having a bad day, they're still there waiting. Yeah. Anxiously for your love, and that's amazing. Yep. And Uh, they don't want to talk to me when I get home, which is nice. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Because you're kind of over-talking by the time you get home. Right. Uh, What are some do's and don'ts that people should do when they're calling in? Uh, Give the address first, right away. Uh, don't be frustrated with the questions because it's just part of the job and it's our our way of giving the officers everything they need to know.
1: It can mean the matter of minutes or seconds, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're busy say, telling me all the things that are happening but not telling me where they are, then I can't do anything about can't what's happening until I know where you are. Okay. Um, and I think sometimes people want to hurry up and tell you everything, but we're going to ask everything in a certain order. So just kind of wait for us to tell you what we need to know. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, if somebody's calling from a landline, does that automatically show you where they're calling from?
2: Yes, yes.
1: But obviously more, as cell phones become more prevalent, right. it, that's harder to
2: My parents were going to, to get rid of their landline, and I told them not to, because I just prefer, if something happens and you can't really say where you are, um, I think a lot of crime shows make you think that when you call, we immediately know where you are. That's not necessarily Triangulate right, so. the location. Yeah, it's not that, it's not as high-tech as. It's an investigation.
0: You got to find out where the cell phone was pinged at, and it's then a it's a whole, yeah, yeah, more specific is But good. the shows kind of make it look like we're. We know exactly where you were. Right. That's not sure. right. right. Well, I like Law and Order. <laughs> Special Victims Unit is my favorite.
2: Uh, like I TV and movies
1: take liberties with right. uh, actual events? Just a little events?
2: bit. Although I wish there Shocking. were a uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in real life because I <laughs> Criminal Intent's is my favorite. So.
0: Real quick, is there a story uh, that on the dispatch end of it that has really left an imprint on your heart?
2: A lot, but we really aren't. Allowed to say. Yeah, we aren't really allowed to talk about that stuff. Well, then I'll drop that question. No, no, you're good.
0: <laughs> but, you know, um, I will I'm say that sure. there have been
2: calls where I know that I have made a difference. And I think that's one of the reasons a lot of people become dispatchers is because we know that we're helping people. And it's a reward is, of it. Yeah, it's kind of a thankless job. You don't usually have people thanking you for <laughs> taking that call or how you handled it. Right. But you know that you're making a difference, that you're the, vo- the voice on the other end of the line that's giving them some sense of like it's going to be okay. So I've had I've had some of those where you definitely feel like, okay, I did something good today.
0: Yeah. Well, you're doing good things all over the place Thank with you. the dog rescue and dispatch and uh, winding down to the last minute here, Christian.
1: Yeah, if people want to get a hold of you, find out more about Dublin's Dream, what's the best way for them to do that?
2: Uh, they can go on Facebook and message me on Dublin's Dream Dog Rescue, or they can also uh, call or text. Text is probably best because for some... I don't know if anybody else has this problem. My voicemails don't come through Mm. until like a day later and then I feel like, oh, they thought I ignored them, but I just didn't even see it. So they can text me at uh, 775-287-7596. Again, 775-287-7596. Wonderful. And then,
1: uh, Anita, I know you wanted to plug the event for Willow Bill.
2: Oh, yeah. December
0: 8th. 8 is in. They're going to be having a fundraiser and that's to help him with his uh, cost of chemo treatments. And we're thinking of Willow Bill out there and He'll be calling in for a minor minute here probably in the next few weeks. He probably had to have a treatment this week. I know he's in Oregon. So uh, our thoughts and prayers are with him. And to everybody out there watching and listening, you are the best part of our week. And Christian, why does that choke me up every single time?
1: (laughs) Because it's true.
0: Because I'm genuine. That's what somebody told my boyfriend the other day. Thank you, folks, for joining us. Learn more about me on afdesigns.online. We love America Matters, and we love you, and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning in today and taking in our podcast. We appreciate you. If you would, leave us a positive review. That would be very helpful. It helps us get guests lined up and get sponsorship. If you would like to donate airtime, you can do that on afdesigns.online. And I hope everybody has a super great day, and may you be blessed.